0: This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network, Better Today, Better Tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Welcome to the Counter Narrative Podcast, a show designed to change the way we talk and think about education. By sharing stories of successes and triumphs, we aim to challenge the dominant narrative that often negatively portrays our disenfranchised populations. I'm your host, Charles Williams, an urban educator for more than 15 years, a current school principal in Chicago, an educational consultant, an equity advocate, and the co-host of Inside the Principal's Office. Let's get started. Hey, have you heard the news? Inside the Principal's Office has released a book, a best-selling new release on Amazon. This book is perfect for any current or aspiring educational leader. Broken down into 40 weeks, this book is filled with reflections and practical advice from three educational administrators and provides space for reflection to facilitate growth. Join other leaders from around the world who have already ordered their copies to join in on upcoming book studies and workshops. Order your copy on Amazon today. This episode is a pause to ponder segment. These bi-weekly sessions will allow me to share with you my personal thoughts and reflections on a wide spectrum of topics, As they relate to education it is my hope that you will be able to take something from these segments and apply it in a meaningful way as you continue to do amazing work remember while we all have different roles we all have a single job educating our students October is National Principal Appreciation Month. So before I begin, I would like to acknowledge and honor all of my fellow principals out there. I'm not going to call you out individually as we would be here for a while, and well I doubt that's what people want to hear. But I can truly say that I appreciate the work that you're doing and for the support that you consistently provide me. I am honored to be serving in this role with all of you. Now, a few weeks back, I dropped a parking lot thought video asking, at what cost? If you're not familiar with these videos, I I often, though with no real set consistency, take a moment to reflect in the parking lot of my building before I go in. You can check them out on YouTube and, well, if you do, Make sure that you like and subscribe while while you're over there. So anyway, in this last video, I I talked about the push to get our students back into schools and the results of those initiatives. Yes, we have students back in our spaces, but we also have a serious lack of educators to provide our students with the very in-person learning experiences that served as the foundation of those arguments. I pointed out that peers of mine have had students sitting in gyms and auditoriums, not as a means to honor the mandated, or in some cases suggested, social distancing guidelines, but to simply house students while continuing to search for teachers to be in the classrooms. My question was simple, at what cost? So as we move into this episode and Principal Appreciation Month, I would like to visit this same concept, but from a different perspective. One of the school leader. So last week, instead of our normal professional development session, I opted to host a circle with my staff. As I pointed out in the video, I could sense the tension radiating from my staff. They were frustrated, exhausted, confused. They were, well, done. Close to it anyway. So we sat and we talked. We talked about what was going well. There were a lot of passes. And what was not going well. There, we had plenty of responses. But we also talked about what we need from each other, and how others could best support us when we are struggling. We laughed, and we cried. All of us. Even me. And that is what I love about these moments. You see, one of the dynamics of circles is that there is no hierarchy. When we come together in community, we are all one thing. Human beings. And that means that I, as the school leader, can temporarily remove the strong facade that I must carry through the building at all times. You may think, or even say, that such actions are not necessary. But we are also bombarded with the very real truth that we, as school leaders, set the mood in our buildings. I shared with my staff that I'm really struggling with a life-work balance. I pointed out that my babies are no longer babies. And then in my pursuit to provide them with a life better than I ever had, I also sacrificed much of my role as a father. I talked about the arguments that my wife and I have as I try to figure out how to build this educational empire while also maintaining a career because, well, bills, and also serving as her husband. And for the first time in six years, they saw me cry. They saw me, as I often encourage other leaders, As truly vulnerable and transparent. They saw, well, me. The person, or at least an aspect of a person, that I do not get to bring with me to work for fear of being an ineffective leader. After all, how can I possibly lead others through struggles when I'm experiencing my own? To be honest, I I was worried. I was worried about how they would react. I was nervous about how they may respond. I mean so much that I I actually pulled myself together, reboxed those emotions, and buried them deep back into storage. I interacted with people and pretended as if nothing ever happened. But it did happen. And they did react. Just... Not in the way that I thought that they would. They were supportive. They were loving. They were understanding. They were appreciative. They were <laughs> They were awesome. So I think it's that final question we discussed that brings the point of this reflection home. What do we need from others when we are struggling? An interesting question, no? I, I mean... I think most of us can quickly talk about how we can support someone else. We can identify the skills, the qualities, the attributes that we can offer others. But I find that it is much more challenging to know or to at least express what we need from others. Or maybe, maybe that's just me. It wasn't until this moment that I knew what I needed. When I am struggling, well, kind of. I mean, I still struggle with verbalizing it, but in short, I need a space where I can be me, not the leader me, but me, me. Flawed, scared, frustrated, human. So as we think about our school leaders and how we can show them our appreciation during the month and, well, hopefully beyond, consider asking them what they need and honoring that request. After a while, well, (laughs) after all, while we may be principals, we are also people. Until next time. I want to thank you for listening to the counter narrative podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to like subscribe, and of course share it with friends and family. I'd also love to hear your thoughts about the show, so please leave a comment or two as well. Now, I'm not sure what platform you're using, but the show can be found on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and plenty of other platforms. If the show isn't on your preferred site, let me know, and I'll be sure to get it up and running. This podcast is also featured on schoolrubric.com, where you can find educational articles, videos and interviews with educators from around the globe be sure to connect with me and other listeners by following the show on twitter at the cn podcast and joining the show's facebook group take care